welcome to uh, the latest podcast uh, from Valencia Property and Houses for Sale in Spain. And today, what we're going to talk about, well, we've got quite a lot of themes, quite a lot of topics to talk about today. Um, we're going to talk about uh, tax rises. Yes, while the whole of the world is dropping the taxes, uh, it looks like uh, there's going to be tax rises on the horizon for everyone. And there's going to be tax rises in Spain as well. And we'll tell you what's coming up in the property world. We're going to look at the fallacy of some of the bank's offers. Um, based on a client who's coming over, I just can't believe what they want. Um, we're going to have a look at um, the audiobook, uh, Success in Spain, and tell you how you can get it, because um, the feedback is just stunning from it. Um, we'll look at some offers that are available. We're looking at the possibility of a membership site, and then we'll give you all the details of how you can get in touch with us. So, this is the first part of the uh, uh, podcast, and let's get going. So firstly, uh, what I think we need to look at today uh, is tax and tax rises. Tax has been coming down for some time now in, um, in Spain. Spain is a really low tax country if you want to come and live in Spain. Um, your tax on savings, for example, is going to be 18% and you compare that with the UK where it's just about to go up to 50%. So if you've got a, a great amount of savings, it's probably best to put it into a Spanish account even if you not getting a massive uh, interest rate on it because any interest rate is not going to get 50% taken off it. But anyway, the taxes that we're concerned with, we're, we're looking at properties, right? So we're looking at taxes on properties and the government has gone on a huge spending program this year, absolutely huge spending program, uh, which was needed to do to try and shore up the economy because the construction industry has died on its feet and the holiday industry has been greatly affected by the strength of uh, the euro against the pound. Uh, so lots of people didn't come from Britain this year. Yeah. It didn't help that the um, the weathermen in the UK predicted a barbecue summer, which never came about. So lots of people didn't turn up when otherwise they would have done. Well, anyway, taxes in Spain need to go up in order to cover all this public spending that's going on. And a couple of taxes which are very important for you if you're buying a house are going to go up. Uh, firstly, um, VAT. VAT is going to go up from 16 to 18%. Um, when you pay me as an estate agent, uh, if you pay me a commission of, let's say, €3,000, um, you will pay 16% on top of that, which would mean €480 Euros on top of that in VAT. Well, that's going up to 18%, and that means you just pay an extra €60 Euros on that. Also, <coughs> pardon me, um, the most important one is on July next year. Um, when you buy a property in Spain, um, 7% is the tax rate that you pay. So if you buy, we'll take the numbers and make them simple. If you buy a property at 100,000 euros, you pay 7,000 euros tax on that. Well, from next year, you pay 8,000 euros tax on it because the tax on purchase of properties is going up from 7 to 8%. Now, I don't think it's a great idea in a moment where the Spanish property market is actually having problems to increase the taxes. In fact, I've been saying for years it would be better to drop the taxes from, say, 7% to 3.5%. But this has been the thing that brings in most money for the Spanish government over the last 10 years, taxes on properties that are property transactions. If you consider that the, um, uh, the average property transaction uh, is around €200,000, and we'll take that as an example, I'm not saying it is, but let's say it were, and the tax on that is 7%, and the 300,000, 400,000 operations a year, you can see how much money the Spanish uh, exchequer gets in 
through property taxes. And that doesn't include the capital gains tax, which is 18% of any perceived gain. So there are lots of taxes going there. They also get taxes on the VAT, on the notaries commission, on the, on the castor, on the registry, everything. They're, they're taking in everything. So putting it up from 7 to 8% isn't a good idea. Personally, I would have preferred it to go down uh, to a more normal level of what is considered in the UK, for example, a stamp duty. Um, a sliding scale would be nice. But it's not going to happen. A flat tax going up to 8%. How does that affect you? Well, buy before July 2010. Um, there are some people that are suggesting that the market has found its bottom. Um, I don't know. I, th I still think there's a bit to go before the market hits the bottom. And what's happening is um, that you can find great deals at the moment. And those great deals are generally been offered by people who need or want to sell quickly. Um, in the last few days, I've been offered a few, which we'll tell you about later on in the podcast. Uh, so keep listening because there's some really good ones, especially if you're around the 100 to 200,000 mark. Um, but anyway, here is what I think is what is happening with the uh, offers that you can find or maybe even can't find. Now I've got a client coming over from uh, Canada uh, in a month's time or so. And I've been told by the person who sent them to me that um, they're coming over with money and what they want is stuff from banks which they can get really, really cheap because they're coming over from money and therefore they can make an offer. Well, yes and no. Um, today I picked up a couple of brochures from two banks. Uh, one is from Banco Popular and one is from McCam and they show the current offers that are available. And the current offers, I have to say, are nothing to write home about. In fact, um, in my opinion, my humble opinion of course, some of them are absolutely rubbish. I, I wouldn't even dream of buying a property at those prices. Uh, just to give an example, the Banco Popular have got a 56 metre flat for sale in San Javier, which is near the airport in Murcia. Um, well, yeah, it's not the centre of the universe, okay? Uh, San Javier is not the centre of the universe. But uh, the price is very close to the centre of the universe. We're looking at 160,000 asking price. That's 3,000 euros a square metre almost, which is absolutely ridiculous for that area. Um, I compared it with another property that um, a friend of mine has and it was double the size and I won't say half the price but it was 108,000. That's the sort of property that should be available through the banks. But why are the banks offering these? Well, here's my theory. I wrote an article a couple of days ago um, which um, I'll put a link in uh, if I can into this uh, podcast and uh, tell you what it is. But basically if you go to uh, www houses-for-sale-in-spain.net that is houses-for-dash I say this every time there's hyphens between every word in houses-for-sale-in-spain you find the article I wrote which explains in detail uh, why you cannot get bargains through banks but let's just resume that, um, that article here if there's a great bargain a bank employee will take it before you ever get a chance to see it uh, an example, for example one of, my, um, one of the banks that I work with um, I was told last week that there's a property coming up uh, for repossession and the debt on it is about 100,000 euros. The property itself is worth about a million. Uh, worth about a million. Well, it's, it's been valued at a million. So what's happening? Well, the bank manager is waiting to get it himself. I'm quite right to. Uh, he's told the guy, you know, the debtor, look, just sell the property at a lower price. You've only got 100,000 debt on it. The bank will take it back off you because you're not paying. And the guy just won't listen and he's holding out for his million euro price, which isn't going to happen. Um, 
So it will go through the repossession process, he'll get it taken off his hands, and the bank manager will buy it at the auction uh, by putting 30000 down, which is a third of the price of the debt. Uh, sorry, a third, 30% of the price of the debt. And he'll get himself a property, which then he'll sell on well below market value, probably for 300, 400,000, and make himself a nice pretty penny. And that is what will happen. So if a deal comes into a bank, you don't get it. The bank employees get it. And the best example to show this, the Banco de Santander decided to sell their properties to their employees. And they sold 350 repossessed properties in the first week. Now, 350 operation is really a lot. Saying that, they didn't sell 350 in the second week because now they have been cherry-picked. All of the best deals have been taken. The majority of things that you're going to find in banks at the moment are mortgages that were given in 2006-2007, often at 100% of value. And as the markets drop back between 25 and 30% since then, even if they give you a discount to the money owed at the moment, which some banks will and some banks won't, it's still not a bargain. So how do you get a bargain? Best way to get a bargain? Find someone who is British and going back to the UK and hasn't got a high mortgage. Now that may sound stupid uh, because surely Brits have been brought up to believe that property always goes up in value. Well, here's the reason. Um, let's take a, the average person came out in 2004, spent £200,000 on their property, maybe got a mortgage of 100000 Currently, they'll own 90000 on the mortgage and they want to sell their property. Um, when they invested their 100000 they got a mortgage of 100, remember, they invested 100000 uh, The pound was at 147 to 150 to the pound, uh, to the euro. And therefore, what happens is that the person had invested, say, 66 to 70,000 pounds rather than 100,000. They'd invested 66 to 70,000 pounds. At the moment, the pound recovered in the last couple of days it's gone to about 110 well even at 110 in order to recoup that 60,000 70,000 investment you only need 70 to 80,000 in euros so you've paid off a bit of the mortgage over the period of time maybe there's 90 left over that five-year period you paid off 10,000 so there's 90 left you only need to recover 60 to 70,000 pounds so you're 70 80 on top you can sell your property for 160 a 40,000 less than the price in 2004 and still come out with your original money minus the taxes and things like that which you've spent but you know you get what I'm saying here British sellers can play with the exchange rate if they bought and are not highly geared four or five years ago and they're selling now they are the best people to buy for because they will accept lower offers and they will originally pitch their price at a lower amount than a comparable Spanish seller or an Irish seller or a German seller or anyone who comes from the Eurozone. So the first thing you really need to look for are British sellers. Second way to get a, more, uh, to get a, a great deal is to find somebody who is on the point of having the house repossessed but is not very highly geared. It's at that point when the realisation comes in that they're going to lose the house. And in Spain, we'll go with figures again. If you owe a 100,000 and you have your house repossessed and it goes through the repossession process or goes into the repossession process, suddenly you owe 130 to 135, not 100. So it's better to accept an offer around 105, so you come out with no costs, 
than it would be to try and wait. So for example, if the property is on sale for 150 and it goes into the repo process, the likelihood is that after cost, there's going to be very little left. If they're selling at 150 and you came in with an offer of 105, 110, then you've got more likelihood of it being accepted if it's just before the repossession happens. And I know you're preying on people's misfortune, but in another, to another extent, you're actually helping them out. Because if it does go into the repossession process and then it doesn't sell at auction and the bank are forced to sell it off at a lower price later, they're in real trouble because not only now don't they have the asset, the house itself, but they also have the outstanding debt. If the bank can't sell at auction, they will then later sell off to an investment fund, maybe at 60-70% of the original debt, so maybe 60-70,000. At that point, remember, the owner owes 135,000. So the bank will go after them for the excess. So let's say they sell at 70, the bank. They will then go after the owner for 65,000, which is basically the rest of their life with the bank taking any money above minimum wage off them. So don't think of it as preying on someone's misfortune. Think of it as actually getting them out of a problem. So anyway, enough of uh, how the banks are lying and cheating and stealing. Hey, they've always done it, haven't they, uh, to a certain extent. But just think of it this way. Uh, if you go into a bank just off the street and you don't know anybody in there, you're not going to get the offers you want. There's something called enchufe in Spain. It's probably one of my least favorite, but at the same time favorite terms because it sums up the country. Enchufe means uh, the plug. And it means you need that, you need to be plugged into something in order to get the best deals. If you're a friend of a bank manager in Spain, he might well have a great deal for you. But if it's a really great deal, he's gonna take it himself. So the next part, the totally fantastic, brilliant audiobooks that I have finally produced. Well, I've been working for five months on this project and I'm very, very happy with the result. Uh, what I've done is I've interviewed 16 people. 15 of them have come over to Spain and been successful to a varying degree here. And one is a lawyer. He's Spanish. The 15 people who've come over here are from the UK and from Canada and from the States and they've made a life for themselves in Spain in various different ways. And the idea of the audiobooks is to give you a roadmap of what you can do when you come over. Uh, you don't have to come over here to teach English. It's one option, but you don't have to do it. You don't have to come here to be a builder. It's probably not an option at the moment. Uh, lots of people did it. Uh, most of those uh, builders, and I'll say that in heavy inverted commas, uh, are going back to the UK now um, with their tail sh very, very be stuck between the legs. Um, but there are lots of other things you can do. And what we've got is a selection of people who've come over and they're all doing very different things and earning a living in Spain. And they show what is possible, even in a big recession like we've got at the moment. They're doing very nicely, thank you. And when you're coming uh, or thinking of coming to move to Spain, you need a plan. These audiobooks will give you that plan. There is a second part of it, apart from the interviews. Uh, there's a very important second part, part. and that part is um, the estate agent confessions. And what's that? Well, it's me talking like this. But what I'm talking about is how to avoid getting ripped off in Spain, how to get the best deal, what you must do, what you mustn't do, what you must look for, etc., in order to make sure that you get the best deal on your property when you come to Spain. The audiobook here is, is great. It will save you thousands. It will save you thousands on purchase.
Yeah, it'll save you hundreds on rental. You'll get a better deal doing rental after listening to this. Um, but there's also a couple of great offers which are put in with it. Um, if you buy this audiobook and it is 47 euros, which is absolutely ridiculously cheap for the amount of stuff that you get, um, if you buy this audiobook, then you will get double the money you put in back if you then use our services, uh, that's Valencia Properties Services later. And apart from that, if you buy a property off us, because services mean, mean, can mean consulting, it can mean a lot of other things, uh, if you buy a property from us, you'll also get a 500 euro discount on your commission. Remember, you pay us 3%. So if it was 200,000, you'd be paying us 6,000 euros. Well, no, you'd be paying us 5,500. So if you are determined to come to Spain, this is a no-brainer, a total no-brainer. But there's more. There's a lot more than that. I've also added a few reports uh, about. There's an ebook about all of the interviews, exactly what the people do and things, and all the main points. There's an ebook about living and working in Spain. You probably got that already if you've been listening to this um, to this podcast regularly. There's another ebook which is a report on. Um, what you need to do with social media in order to get more information about Spain so that you come knowing as much as possible. You get uh, an article I wrote about um, property developing in Spain and how to do it right. You get a couple of free ebooks about changing your mindset and breaking away from what you're doing at the moment if you don't like it and how it's easier to do it. You get ongoing support uh, from me uh, and other interviews that will be done over the next six months. And apart from that, and this is probably the most useful for most people, you get a free half hour consultation with me. And that half hour consultation can be anything you want about your move to Spain, any aspect of that that you want. And we'll do that at a mutually convenient time for you and me, probably by Skype, but if you're in Valencia, we'll meet up and have a coffee and do the consultation. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to you buying this product. It's uh, 47 euros, it's probably the best 47 euros you'll ever spend in your life. Where do you need to go to get it? Well, you can go to housesforsaleinspain.net. That's, remember, all the hyphens. Housesforsaleinspain.net backslash audiobooks. Or you can go to success.housesforsaleinspain.net. That's success.housesforsaleinspain.net. When you get there, you'll find that it's totally password protected and you need to go across the top to the page which presents the project. Now, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kid you here. This, if you're thinking of coming to Spain, it's totally and utterly a brilliant offer. It's a. It is a total no-brainer. If you're not thinking of coming to Spain, give it as a gift to a friend who is. They will thank you so much because this is going to save them a lot of money. Apart from that, it's quite entertaining. Um, the 12 hours of interviews. That's 12 hours. There are 16 interviews. Remember. Uh, and the estate agent confessions. They've got nice little bits and they've got nice little. Uh, friendly uh, banter, conversations, etc., and anecdotes about estate agent life. I think you'll really love it. I think you should go out and buy it now. Hey, I would say that, you know? I made it, but uh, it's really good. You should get it. So what's next? Oh yeah, offers. Um, I just said that the best way to uh, actually find an offer is to find somebody who wants to sell, uh, who desperately wants to sell, or really wants to sell. Uh, there's a difference between desperately and really. 
um, and they're motivated to sell that far. And I've got a couple of things which uh, might interest anyone who's in the hundreds to 200,000 range. Now, firstly, a uh, bit out of my local area, it's down near Shativa, which is southwest of Valencia. But somebody has uh, been in touch uh, today, actually. And they've offered us a nice place with an excellent pool and that for 149,000 euros. Uh, very negotiable, apparently. Now, the property looks good on the inside, needs some work on the outside. Uh, they've got an estimate of 20 to 30,000 to finish it off. And it's about three kilometers out from Shatiba, so five minutes in the car uh, to Shatiba. Looks interesting. If you just check out uh, www.valencia-property.com, um, the homepage, you will find it on the somewhere, I am sure, 149,000. I have a friend who was selling the excellent house, five bedrooms, 260 meters, on a 4,000 meter plot near Pedralba, originally for 299,000. My husband has just got a brilliant contract in the UK, and so they're moving back to the UK, and they're willing to sell. They currently have the price at 229,000, but listen to very decent offers. Um, but the house is huge, very nicely put together, it's well worth a look. Again, uh, check on the homepage what it's like. Uh, we have a couple of other ones that are around the 200 to 250 mark, which are interesting. Um, and I think I just basically go to the homepage and have a look. Uh, the majority of the featured properties are very interesting. And if you're below that amount, let's say you're below 100,000, um, a couple of things. There's a flat in Valencia. Uh, it's actually 110,000, but the owner has intimated she's uh, very negotiable on that. Uh, if you want a flat down by the beach, and you could probably get it for 85,000, 90,000. One bedroom, uh, enough space to put in another bedroom because the ceilings are really high. It's the top floor of one of those old townhouses in Valencia by the beach. Really nice place. Needs a couple of things done. Want to be an air conditioning unit because when I took the pictures, it was hot. Um, and secondly, um, we've got a place that's been on the website forever, I think. Um, and the price has come down from 135 to 90,000. It's a five bedroom house in a place called Bodegas. And it's a little townhouse. Uh, well, it's not a little townhouse, it's a big townhouse, but it's got no land. But townhouses don't tend to have land. What it has got is a huge roof terrace, which could be easily converted into a very usable roof terrace by putting a set of stairs in. Um, have a think about it. Uh, the owners intimated to me they might be uh, willing to accept a little less, uh, but 90,000 for a five bedroom house is a decent amount. 25 to 30 minutes from Valencia, uh, not bad at all, and in lovely countryside. It's a wine growing area, it's an almond growing area. The place is called Bodegas, obviously wine cellars, because that's what they do there. It's well worth a look, and it doesn't need much to finish it off. There's just one room which needs doing up. The bathrooms have been modernised, the house itself has been modernised, but it's an old stone house with really thick walls. I think you'll like it. What else have we got? Well, if you go over 200,000, we've got plenty of things that used to be 299, 300,000 that are around the 230 to 250 mark and probably will accept offers on those amounts. Uh, really good properties. I mean, just get yourself over here and come and have a look. Uh, the, the majority of our properties that are good value, or really good value, are from, um, are from British sellers. And as I said before, they're the best people to buy the properties from. They're taking into account the fact that the pound's so low. Um, so even you as a buyer, especially if you're coming from the UK, that factor is taken in because if the pound went back up to 30, 135, 140, which it won't do, but in the near future anyway, but if it did, they'd raise the price. They have hit the base price because the base price is coming now. It's not far off in Spain, I don't think. 
uh, at least in this area. In other areas on the coast, you might still have a way to go. But in this area, we're hitting the base price. It's a good time to buy, especially, especially if you've got some money available and can make an offer. Yeah. If you need a mortgage? That's another story altogether. We'll go there later. So just before we finish today and thank everybody who's already bought the audiobook and, and they've been thanking me for what's on it so I think it's only right that I thank them for actually having the confidence to buy it. Um, what we can say here today is I've got a project on the go and it's a project to do with a membership site for Spain. If anybody wants to help just get in touch on greyhunt, that's G-R-A-H-U-N-T at gmail.com and tell me how you think you'd be able to help me. Also, if anybody wants uh, to register an interest for signing up for the membership site, do exactly the same. Get in touch on that email address. So anyway, lastly today, thank you to everybody who's bought the audiobooks already. Thank you to all the people who are helping me to promote it. And I'm humbled to hear the reaction uh, for all the people who've bought it already. And, and they're absolutely loving it. And yes, it has been five months' work which have been preparing this and it it shows there's so much there that you've got there's so much value with this product i'm just really happy to have finally got it out because it did take some time to get it out or was promising for some time and i'd like to say thanks to all the people who were interviewed uh on this and are given the permission to use those interviews on the product uh they give so much great information it's well worth you having a look and remember all of them can be contacted through me i will give them your details if you want to get in touch with them after listening to the audios. Um, they provide so much value and they're doing so many good things in Spain that it's well worth getting in touch with them as well. So finally for today, um, contact details. Um, I'd just like to say, uh, if you need to get in touch with me, I've just mentioned my email address. That's the prime one that I'm using is greyhunt at gmail.com. If you would prefer something a bit more corporate, uh, well, just go to um, info at valencia-property.com and if you've got a property to sell and want to send us pictures for example so we can uh, have a look at it before we even think of coming around and taking our own pictures again info at valencia-property.com if you want to get in touch with us by phone uh, the best number is plus three four for spain and then nine six one six six two eight nine two you can also Skype us uh, on Graham VP, that's G-R-A-H-A-M-V-P. And even when I'm not online, that forwards to my mobile. So if I am available, I will talk to you. But sometimes because of that delay, it's a bit difficult talking over that and we get a really bad connection. So it's probably best to send me a message if that happens. Um, you can also get in touch in many and any other ways. You can follow exactly what we're doing here. You can get in touch uh, through Twitter. If you've got a Twitter account, uh, you can follow me on at Greyhunt, that's G-R-A-H-U-N-T, or at Valprop, which is V-A-L-P-R-O-P. And uh, if you express and get in touch with me and say, hey, Graham, I'm following you because of the podcast and that, I will follow you back. So you can uh, direct message me and vice versa, and I can help you out over here in Spain. Uh, I just love the opportunity of helping people out over here in Spain, and the best way to do that is to get in contact. Last thing I'm going to say to the, for today, and this is really, really going to annoy you, <laughs> it's the right thing to do though. Buy the audiobooks, and they are well, well worth your while. And there's a 60-day money-back guarantee on it, so you know, 
even if you don't find it as useful as I'm saying it is, which it is, uh, you can always get your money back. So until the next time, which will be next month in November, this is the VP Audio Podcast saying goodbye. Thanks a lot.